<laughs> Look, the giant chicken's Boba Fett. It is useless to resist. Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Thursday night. We are back here in the GNN Cantina Happy Hour. We're so glad you're along. Andrew Haley has already been on. He can't watch live tonight, but he wanted to pop in and say hi. So, hi, Andrew. How are you? Uh, I am your host, David. How are you? I hope everyone is doing well. With me, as always, is my co-host, Debbie. Debbie, how are you? I'm okay. I'm I'm ready for the weekend. I'm I'm tired. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Also with us tonight, as he always is, is Cam from Cam and Focus. Cam, how are you tonight? Maybe. Or not. Maybe. Maybe he stepped away for a minute. Maybe. Oh, there he went. There he went. Yeah, maybe he did step away, or maybe he was having technical difficulties. We've been having technical difficulties. Dave Gramillion, if you're watching, I could really do with a new headset. Just saying. Cat, if you're watching, I could really do with a new headset. Anyway, let's talk Star Wars, shall we? Do we? We don't have any kind of news or anything this week, do we? Nothing special? No, the only thing I can think of at the top of my head is Marvel. Stop. Yeah. All right. Can you hear me now? Now Cam yeah, is here. There we are. For the love of God, I'm having technical difficulties of my own. I was gonna say it's it seems to be cur we seem to be cursed this evening. So it for me. Debbie's the only good one. It's <laughs> Mephesto. Mephesto confirmed. There you go. I just uh jinxed myself, so we'll see. <laughs> well, what'll happen is the cat will walk by here in just a little bit and knock the microphone like completely off the table. So uh, that 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 that'll be your your yours is your cat. I blame the cat. <laughs> anyway, it is Thursday night. We're here to talk Mendo. We have got, uh, you know, I've got to say, going into this episode, I was I was not looking forward to this episode just because. Initially, I kind of was like, yeah, it's another throwaway episode. We've got to get our ship fixed and we got to go help them defeat the Empire and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, eh, it's just kind of a filler episode, if you will. But I watched this episode twice and I really, really enjoyed it. It's a fun episode. And, and uh, Grogu really, you know, he, he does a little bit more. You know, it's like every episode he does a little bit more and he's more vocal and funnier. <laughs> I really, I like I said, I, I watched it once and then I listened to it once and I was like, what this, that wasn't horrible. <laughs> that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And it's a little short episode too. I mean, it's not like it's long and drawn out. But um, we're reintroduced to the little uh, fish guy that he caught in the first episode of the first season. Mithril. I wonder if his last name is Silver. <laughs> Lord of the Rings pun. Um, and just his reaction when he sees him walk in, I thought that was hilarious. Again, it was, he, he like perks up in his thing, his uh, vest, his what, what did they call it? His humidifier vest. It was like he just crapped his pants almost. Figured it. It was hilarious. Uh, he's just worried that. Grogu is going to eat his babies. Yeah. <laughs> seeing, as, seeing as he's now notorious for that. Yes. We also see Cara Dune again, which is great. She was awesome. She, um, she kicked ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry that that Disney opted not to renew her contract. I, I would have loved to have seen more of her and more of the character I think she was great. And yes, you're right. She was kicking ass and taking names, to say the least. And she wasn't she really, she only used uh, in that first fight against the, um, I don't even know what they're called, Pondo Baba, the, the walrus mans, mm -hmm. the walrus men. 
um, she she used the blaster on like the last guy, and that was it. The rest of the time, she was just she was doing her she was doing what she MMA. Did. She was doing the MMA stuff, and I was like, ah, nice, <laughs> nice. Gotta love it. So, and then of course she shows the softer side, and she feeds the little cat rat thing. I don't even know what that was. I don't either. It it, it was eat it. It was ugly, but yet it was cute. <laughs> it wasn't so Debbie didn't quite like it that much. <laughs> but uh, yes, I mean she was great. Uh, Grief was in this. We uh, obviously we're back in Navarro. Um, the landing was a little bit smoother here, which was good. Um, and he just, he, he seemed like he was having a, it, it was almost like he was, he was back home kind of thing. He was like, I, I feel comfortable here. I've got friends here and technically, theoretically, yes, that is his home because that's where the, the the coven of Mandalorians were, is that a good word? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he just, he was, it was almost like he was excited. Hey, we get to go back to Navarro. Cool. Nice. Awesome. Well, that, that scene, uh, right before they get to Navarro where he's got, uh, Grogu trying Flip, to flipping switches, pulling wires. It just reminded me, of. Uh, of Rocket and um, <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> it's a fin. It's a prototype fin. It's in the drawer next to the table. The drawer has this patch on it. Well, they're one where, you know, he's telling them because uh, they're on the planet Ego and, oh, yeah. you know, and he's trying to do this, do this, but don't hit the red button. <laughs> it's like, well, quit putting the red button on, on it. <laughs> Anyways, that reminded me of Guardians. Five minutes or maybe less, depending on if Gru got it or not. <laughs> so yeah, it and yeah. Again, Grogu's learning. And and you again you feel the real father uh figure with him in this one as far as Mando goes, because he's I mean he's He's being patient with him. No, no, no. Put put the blue one where the red one was, and the red one where the blue one was. Just just call, don't let him touch. Don't let him touch. It's gonna hurt. Oh, this and ain't then he work. executes himself. <laughs> this ain't gonna work. No, no, no. The red one. Show me the red wire. <laughs> you never clip the red wire. But um, anyway. So it was all. I mean. Again, it it shows them interacting. They're they're becoming a family. I thought it was really really good. Um, get into Navarro. He ate something in the. Uh, did he feed him? He fed him something in the uh, in the ship, right? It seemed like he was eating all the time in this episode. Was he giving him some of that chowder or something in the first part of this? This one, Grogu. He, uh, have a bowl. he had a bowl of something, I think, didn't he? It could be. Yeah. I mean, the, the, they were kind of sitting together uh, on top of a crate, and Baby Yoda's just holding the bowl, waiting for Mando to, to take a sip. And once he does, then. Oh, yeah, he that's follows. right. Because this is the first time we've kind of seen him eat without removing his helmet. Yeah. Where it's just like a and weird. Just take your, <laughs> take your helmet off. You'll be fine. Get a straw, it'd be easier. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they don't have those in Star Wars. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. But anyway, so they land on Navarro. Uh, Grief and Kara. Kara is is actually the the marshal of Navarro. Grief Grief actually puts out a line that I thought was really really pertinent, and it, it and it really spoke volumes. He said, uh, and and again it. It feeds into my theory of not theory, but my my liking that this is like a western in space, because he said uh, he said what happened to your ship? Oh, I had a run in with the New Republic, and he said the New Republic just needs to leave the outer rim alone. If the Empire couldn't tame it, what makes you think that? Uh, what makes them think that they could tame it? 
something mm-hmm. along that lines. And I'm like, I was right. like, that's it's like the wild, wild west. It's the wild way you can't tame the wild west, if you will. So you can't tame the outer rim. You just got to let it do what it needs to do. But again, it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a whole hive and sc- of scum and villainy too, because he's talking about we need to get the empire out of here, and then we can all of a sudden be like a trade hub. You know, we can you know trade routes and everything else can roll through here. So he's really wanting to uh, progress progress things in Navarro, which I, I thought was really good. Obviously, yeah, the, he's wanting the whole planet to be safe, not just their side of the planet because the way I understood it, the Imperial base or whatever it was uh, is on the other side. Um, They put Grogu in school. (laughs) 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 And, And as soon as this episode finished, the sale in blue macaroons went through the roof. Of course, and, and uh, I bet you half of uh, half the audience of the show had never even heard of macaroons before they saw those cookies, and they're like, "What are those?" And you know what's funny is, honestly, I would have done the same thing, except for the fact that at our mall here, where I live in Denton, we have a place that sells. I mean, it's like a not a stand, but it's a. I mean, it's like a store that sells macaroons. That's all they sell. And so when he did that, I was like, oh, that's those things that they sell in the mall. I know what those are. <laughs> those are macaroons. I know well, something. <laughs> I, I watched the Great British Bake Off, so I knew what they uh, were. <laughs> Cam, how do you know what macaroons are? So, so, so the main the main reason I know what macaroons are is because back when I was a kid, there was a commercial for uh, some almost like a chocolate fountain that you dip things into i forget exactly what the product was but they're listing off all these things that you can dip into the chocolate and like and and the one thing specifically specifically that i remember is the guy saying and mouth-watering macaroons (laughs) (laughs) nice it, it, it was one of those products where you have to call the number on the screen in five minutes to get 15% off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But hurry, if you act now, we'll throw in this at no extra charge. All yeah. you have to do is pay extra processing and handling. 1-800-441-2400. That's 1-800-441-2400. Ron Popeil. Ron Popeil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, what, I know who that is, Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the spray hair. Oh boy! Oh boy! Anyway, yes. So the macaroons he steals. <laughs> he asks for the macaroon. You can see him reaching. No, and then he uses the force and he steals them. And the look on that kid's face was like, "What?" <laughs> and you know what? You the, the, that? the interesting thing about it too was that they went and put him in that school, but the droid. If you watch, the droid never stops teaching. It didn't stop and say, oh, who is this? Or, oh, welcome to our new student or anything like that. It just kept right on going. And it was like, all right, just don't acknowledge him. You've got three strange adults that just walked into the school, put a kid in the seat and walked out. Well, it it did say one line. I mean, it just said, okay, everybody settle back down. You know, let's get back to the lesson. I mean, that was the the only acknowledgement that there was any kind of interruption for the class and they used a bunch they they used some of the names of the hyperspace routes which i thought was good uh as far as like the trade routes i think kessel was actually even brought up was the kessel run up there i think maybe i I wasn't paying attention there was one or or two that i was listening to him because i debbie i took a chapter out of your book and i watched this with the captions on so um so i could see what was being said i know I'm I'm all rubbing off on you. I know it's horrible, but uh, yeah, they were talking about they were talking about some of those uh, hyperspace routes, and I and I didn't recognize them. Like, oh, I know where that's from, but it was like I've heard that before, and I don't know if it's been through Legends, if it's been through Clone Wars. I mean, there's just so much Star Wars lore. When you're as old as I am, and you've grown up with Star Wars, and that's all you've done, it's to find that in your Rolodex is. Is a tough, 
tough chore sometimes. <laughs> did, did I just date myself again with the Rolodex? Uh, well, <laughs> we, well, we still use them. My job. Oh, okay. Really? I got How about yeah. how about this? I got to search through all my three and a quarter inch floppy disks. <laughs> oh, floppy disks! No, floppy oh, my, my, my five and a half inch floppy disks. Yes, yes, of course. Such fine mem memories. <laughs> I was in. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go off on a little tangent here, just because the five and a half inch floppy disks they were really big, and they literally were floppy. And um, I knew this girl in uh, college when we were in college, and she kept having problems. We were supposed to do our work in in the classroom, save it onto the floppy disk, and then go home and do work on the in our dorms or whatever. And, do more work and then keep it, save it to the floppy disk and you bring it in tomorrow and show what you did. Well, every morning she would come in and her floppy disk, it wouldn't read her floppy disk. And she was like, I can't understand it. And I told her, I was like, well, let me go see what you're doing. So I went, she did all of her work, got everything lined up. And I, she went, I was like, everything's fine. You look good. It's all there. And we pulled out the disk and put it back in and see, it's all right there. Okay, good. She pulled it out again and she, took a magnet and stuck it to the side of her PC so that she could Why? hold it. She, she, so she knew where it was. She wouldn't lose it that way. Oh no! And I was like, oh, there's your problem right there. That magnet just erased that entire thing. I mean, that's, that was like common knowledge. What? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, she must not have been paying attention or something. She didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> Definitely. No, you, you know what that reminds me of? Have you, have you guys ever watched that show on Netflix called F is for Family? Um, I think I have, yeah. It's yeah, familiar. Yeah, if, I think it's like the first or second episode where they, where they get the new TV and the, uh, the, uh, what, one of the kids you know, drags a magnet across the screen to make the picture distort, and then like the whole TV just crashes. <laughs> and, the, and the, the the mother's like well did you pour water down the back of it and the father who's, who's played by bill burr is like why the hell would i pour water down the back of it <laughs> nice now i'm gonna have to go watch that dog on it you just uh, added another thing <laughs> yeah that, that yeah that, that show is pretty funny i love bill burr i should i should write some of this stuff down but i won't because then I'll write it down and I'll have another thing to do is write things down. Anyway, um, so they want Mando to help them purge this last little Imperial remnant. They think it's just a Ford operating base. Little do they know. It's a Ford operating base. The um, uh, Some of the weapons that they have... I guess they want to get rid of it because the weapons that may or may not be there are black market. You know, they, they'd bring a black market in to sell them or whatever else. Um, again, real funny. The guy drives up to the, where do, where do you want me to put you? Well, right at the front door. How about the front door? I'll knock a hundred years off your sentence. And uh, he puts them at the front door and they're trying to figure out how to get in the door. And the man like, yeah, hold on just a minute. <laughs> This is rated maybe for like light plumbing. Dank ferric. <laughs> we get the we get the cool swear word. Dank ferric. And then you see the storm to <laughs> But did he said, I thought you said it was abandoned, but I don't recall them telling him that it was abandoned. He, did they say that? I don't I don't think they said abandoned. I they said an something else i think they thought that it was um not fully operational because they said they they told him they said all the imperials we just fought when gideon fell that's where they all came from it, so well one, i if I that's think, me, i'm thinking okay there's probably a lot of them there I think their main concern was uh shutting down the uh main arc reactor reactor maybe it wasn't an arc reactor. <laughs> it wasn't arc. I was gonna say arc reactor. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Mephisto confirmed once again. Yeah. <laughs> um 
there was there was also some call. So they're in the they're in the thing. They're shutting down the reactor and everything. Shutting down the reactor core. And there was a there was one or two Easter eggs within the stormtroopers. Just some of the lines that the stormtroopers said. Um, and it's nothing. It's nothing phenomenal. It's just it's it's like oh that's cute. They put that in there. And and one of the lines was uh, they're, they're after they're all right, men. Load your weapons. Now they said the same thing in A New Hope when they were on Tatooine, and they were going into the Millennium Falcon. All right, men, load your weapons. And I've always thought to myself, why are your weapons not loaded? <laughs> Wouldn't that? Shouldn't you? And as a as a military guy, you know, when you go out into the field like that, that's like the first thing that you do is you load your weapon, so that if you need to use it, it's ready to go. It's not a oh my gosh, I'm being shot at. Hang on, let me load my weapon. Well, the thing is, these are not the clone troopers. And these these guys are stormtroopers, and they're not, you know, they're not. I mean, that line was also used. I mean, most of the stormtroopers are just are just you know conscripts who have never been in like a real firefight before, and they probably never even ran into that there at that building, you know. So it it would. It would probably be something new for the majority of those stormtroopers that were based there. So, but um, they they get in. They discover that it's not really a Ford operating base. It's a, a scientific facility, science facility. Uh, they learn that Gideon is still alive. Um, that well, what is that doctor's name again? Pershing. Dr. Pushing. Pershing. 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 Dr. Pushing. Dr. Pushing what? Pills? <laughs> Pushing blood. Baby Yoda blood. What is Pershing? Why is that name familiar? Because I do remember that now, and I'm like, that that seems like it should be something, but maybe not. Well, he was in Andor. Well, I knew he was in Andor. I'm not talking about Star Wars related. But, oh. Yeah. Um, I like whenever they, uh, you know, walked in and found those two guys who were at the uh, the terminal doing the work just before they spotted those uh, clones. <laughs> the first thing that the two lab techs did was start shooting the terminal. <laughs> yeah, we got to get rid of it. Dump the evidence. Yeah. Um, but yes, and again, the the clones. I don't know if you saw it. I don't know if anybody. Am I seeing Snoke there? Is that what we're? It was pretty. It was. It was muddied. I mean, yeah, you couldn't but, really tell because I was like, "Who is that?" or "What is that?" I mean, I mean, it, you it, could tell it was a body, but that was about it. I mean, it, it probably wasn't Snoke, but it was probably like a like a a proto Snoke, like a precursor. Precursor. To, yeah. And and honestly, it it really never has said this exactly, but and again, my theory, and it seems to be a fairly solid theory, and I think a lot of people have bought into it, is that Gideon is using Grogu. He wants his blood to bring the Emperor back. The Emperor needs a new body, but he needs someone with a high midichlorian count that can sustain his evil spirit as it were. Well, I think that's what he tells everybody, but as we already know, he's, he's wanting it for himself. I think it's one of those things where it's like, I want it for myself, but the research that I'm doing is going to add to and, and help create this, uh, rebuild the empire. And then I can sit back and say, oh, Mr. Emperor, hey, I did my part, and I will be greatly <laughs> rewarded. <laughs> well, I do, I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part, too. <laughs> he obviously doesn't know Palpatine because Palpatine wouldn't give a rat's ass. Yep. He would just say, yep. I'm done with you now. Adios. You did your part. Yep. Way to go. Yep. Yeah, I'll 
no, I'll be I'll be interested to see how this particular story progresses because you know that, that, that they have a lot of things that they have to set up in in order to really lead into Palpatine's return like that they have to set up the Sith Eternal they have to set up well further set up the cloning exper- experiments they have to you know figure out why Gideon wanted to do that in the first place you know it's uh there's a lot of story to unpack there well and they've got I mean with Ahsoka I. I, I think I've heard a lot of fairly strong rumors that Ahsoka will be pushing for a second season. Um, I read something somewhere that in season that they're doing another season of Mando, but Pedro Pascal will not be in the suit. He'll be in the suit, but it'll he'll just be he, no, he won't be in the suit. He's just doing the voice. He's not going to be. I, I think he's been doing that for the most part, though. I don't know why people are so shocked about that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, with a, with a show as stunt heavy as as Mandalorian is, I, I'd hazard a guess and say that Pedro Pedro Pascal's in the suit maybe fifteen percent of the time. Even I, that much. It, it, when he's when he walks into a room, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, he's walking into a room and maybe he's sitting down when he <laughs> when he walked in and said I can bring you in hot, warm or I can bring you in cold that was probably him and now I mean yeah he, he can't really be on set outside of just doing voices because you know he I assume uh, The Last of Us will take up production and um yeah, the, the strike's over now right am i correct in thinking that I've i believe fallen, so i've kind of fallen yeah. off the wagon on i, I maybe not for long because evidently, it, i've quit listening to it so evidently they found some wording that a lot of people are not happy with and i don't think they've i don't think they've ratified it yet so okay but yes last of us season two will be filming and and then, of course, we got Filoni's new movie coming out. We know that that's all going to finish things off. Well, tie everything together. Yeah. Finish things off, and maybe. And plus, Pedro is also going to be doing Gladiator 2 with Ridley Scott. And. Why? Huh? Why? Gladiator 1 was fine. You don't need to sequelize it. I don't know. Maybe it's a different gladiator. I don't know. I'm just telling yeah, you what so, I know. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, supposedly uh, Maximus is just going to be there in flashbacks. Uh, uh. Mm, well, I mean, Russell's going to have to Pedro, lose some weight. Yeah. The flashbacks will strictly be clips from the other movie. Yeah, no, exactly. this is true. Uh, Pedro is one of the most like sought-after actors in Hollywood right now, so... It, well, he, evidently, he's been signed on to play Reed Richards for the Fantastic Four. What? I, I missed that one. Uh, oh, yeah, that's been the big on thing on Twitter all week. I haven't heard anything from Marvel, but it's coming from Deadline and Hollywood Reporter, who oh. they're usually pretty. Wait, are they saying for sure, or are they saying they're in talks with him? Uh, for the most part of the week, it's it was like, you know, he's in talks. But then today I seen a couple of uh, stuff on Twitter and TikTok that, saying that he has been signed. So take that with a grain of salt. I'm like, oh, my God, how's he going to do all this stuff? He's like uh, Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest for uh, a long time ago. Ryan Seacrest was like everywhere. You know, American Idol, America's Got Talent. I mean, he was just like, you couldn't turn on your TV without seeing Ryan Seacrest. So he was just mm. busy. So anyways, <clears throat> um, like I said, I, I don't, I just know that Hollywood Reporter and Deadline had said that they're in talks and for Reed Richards, which I thought it was an odd choice. Not that. I love me some Pedro, but I just thought that was an odd choice for yeah. Reed Richards. I'm curious. 
if it if it pans out that way. I'll, and I'll, he's I'll, having problems with his microphone again. Uh oh, I saw that. I just saw that pop. I thought that was from earlier. So Cam will be returning to us in just a minute. <laughs> Maybe. Obviously. <laughs> um. So they find out that uh, Gideon's still alive, and then they jump to. He says, "I got to go back. I got to go back and get the kid." Because obviously he's concerned about. You know, mm -hmm. if, if they know that I'm here, then they know that the kid is here and I'm going to go take off. And she says, rock it back. You're faster that way. And then it turns into the. I see. The Navarro crew show instead of the Mandalorian, which was fine. Again, it was great. Uh, they got into the, the, the black market battle tank thing. And that, that smushed the Mithril's uh, yeah. speeder. <laughs> but you know what I really enjoyed is, oh, there he is. Hang on. I thought they did a really good job with the uh, with the stunt slash special effect works when the speeder bikes jumped off the edge of the thing and they rode down the mountain. If you've ever seen anybody that does that i mean that would do that like on a mountain bike or on a dirt bike or something just the way that their body bounces and the way that they move their body oh she wanted a face shot this time she's like she's hey, up against the microphone. pay attention to me <laughs> so if you hear purring that's her rubbing up against the microphone <laughs> boob silly cat so anyway, um, but just the, the way that their bodies moved and everything, it was the exact same way that like a, a mountain biker or a dirt biker or something like that would bounce down a hill kind of thing. So again, it's one of those just, it, it's not really a big thing, but it's the little attention to detail that, oh my God, <laughs> I didn't need to see that. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't her butt this time. <laughs> It was just her face rubbing up against the camera. <laughs> She's feeling frisky tonight. I guess. <laughs> Cam, are you still there? It sounds like you're popping in and out. I'm still here. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, I had to abandon my headphone mic. For some reason, it, it wasn't working, and that, so I'm not, I'm not. I don't have anything plugged in right now, so you might be hearing a bit of background noise. I was gonna say I'm, I'm couldn't get my mic working either, and I'm on my camera mic, which you will probably hear some background. Well, no, Luke left. We're good. It's all good. Yeah, I have, uh, uh, I have the episode playing in the back right now on mute, and I, and I just reached the part where. Uh, Baby Yoda vomits up the uh, the blue macaroon, <laughs> and and again that was that was really so so they they're they they shoot the the speeder bikes the tie fighters are after them all of a sudden here comes the razor crest crest and all of its glory, it's all fixed and repaired and ready to go and it's shooting the tie fighters down and they some fancy flying Mando, and and of course that causes Baby Yoda to puke and he goes can I. Uh, he said something, are you going to come down and can I buy you a drink or something along that line? Can I buy you a drink? He goes, no, I've got some onboard maintenance to take care of. And of course, <laughs> it's blue macaroon all over Baby Yoda. So Yeah, well, yeah. I, that, it was such a funny scene because Mando was doing the continuous circle. I don't know what you call it when you're flying, but. Rolling. I'll try spinning. That's a good roll trick. Yeah, exactly. Do a barrel roll. Over. <laughs> Baby Yoda's just back there, just loving the hell out of it, giggling and just having fun. And then, yeah, yeah. It, it reminds. I took. There was, and this has been many, many moons ago, probably like ten years ago. I took Luke to Six Flags, and there's a ride there, and it's it's 
they've got this ride everywhere. It's this big ship and it's on a spindle and it just goes back and forth and back and forth and you go higher and higher and you just, and then it stops and that, that's it. And it's like, Oh, we went high. That's great. Well, one day Luke's like four or five and he's, he's decided that daddy, I'm big enough. I want to ride this on. I don't want to sit by you. Okay. So he sits on the other end of the ship from where I'm sitting at. And it starts going back and forth and back and forth. And I was like, I'm, I'm, in, I'm loving it. And I'm, I'm enjoying it. And we're having a good time. And about halfway through the ride, Luke's screaming and yelling. And all of a sudden, he's like, and he grabs the bar in front of him. And he starts leaning forward. And I could just, I mean, I could, <laughs> I've heard the term going green before. And I literally saw him go a shade of green. I was like, <laughs> oh, no, please don't. Because <laughs> I'm on the opposite side. And. He was able to maintain his composure. His intestinal fortitude stood up, but uh, it was, yeah, I was just like, he was enjoying it. And then like halfway through, he's just like, oh, I'm going to be sick. I'm like, no, 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 no. Not this time. Not this time. Sorry, I had to embarrass you, Luke. I apologize for that. (laughs) He was only like four or five, so. It's been a while. Can, we'll let him slide for that. Yeah, it's been a it's been just a young and. Um, but then they take off and they ride off into the sunset. And oh, um, Carson, Kiva, huh? Kiva, Kiva Carson. Yeah, we see Carson again, and he's trying to figure things out. And he said, so the Razor Crest took I didn't say anything about a Razor Crest. <laughs> Those droids are old. They can't tell the ships apart anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he goes out and talks to Kara. And we find out Kara's from Alderaan. And did you... <laughs> the first time I re-watched this, so this would have been like a couple few days ago... Um, when he, he asks her, he says, uh, "Did you who did did you lose anybody on Alderaan?" And I was like, and just before she said anything, I was like, "I lost everybody." And then, of course, that was that was her. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, called it." <laughs> I know I've seen it before, but I still called it. It's been a minute since I've seen it, but I lost everybody. Such a cliche. Yeah. That he- he tries to get her to join the rebellion. The Republic. Or at least try to get Oh, yeah. It's the new uh, Republic. The Republic, yeah. yeah. Um and if not that, you know, at least try to get the the planet to join. Yeah. But hey, it's outer rim. You can't tame the outer rim. The empire tried. But anyway, um and he leaves the badge the, and there was supposed to have been a what we assume was a spinoff series because it was called a um, I don't even remember what it's called now. Rain, it might have been called Rain, Republic Rangers, Re- I think. Republic Rangers or something along that line. Yeah, I don't know if it was a series or a movie so long I, ago. I, I'm fairly certain it was supposed to have been a series on Disney+. Plus. And it was still kind of in the talking phases when this season was happening. And then, of course, Disney terminated their contract with uh, um, with her. And that show kind of... Went kind of to the wayside. Float, floated away. <laughs> Which I think it would have been great. Yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, it's unfortunate, but that's not, you know, the the only or even first uh, project that did that Disney's axed off. Like, uh, yeah, uh, the, uh, the, Patty Jenkins is is no longer directing. Uh, uh, what was it Rogue Squadron? Rogue Squadron. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, that I don't been. even. Didn't they take that completely off the slate? I think. Yeah, so. I think so. Which again. Taika Waititi was supposed to have directed a uh, a trilogy. Ryan Johnson, well, so, Ryan Johnson was supposed to direct a trilogy somewhere. 
supposedly Taika Waititi is still, you know, in the works for Star Wars. He just has other projects he has to finish first. Yeah, he said he has four four other projects he's working on before he can even get to Star Wars. And then he made some, and I, I don't know if he was serious or if he was just, you know, being a smart ass. But he was like, yeah, my, my Star Wars is going to piss off people. And I'm like... That's not what Don't you want to do. Don't do it, dude. <laughs> this fan You've base already is... pissed off the Marvel people. Don't be pissing off Star say, Wars people. I was going to say, this fan base is toxic enough as it is. You don't want them going against you. <laughs> yeah, you thought Marvel fans were bad. Woo! Marvel fans are bad, but Star Wars fans are bad too. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So. Anyway, I, it led it. It was hinting at what, in my opinion, could have been a great series. But, and you know what? I just thought about this. Maybe they will do it. Maybe they can still do Republic Rangers. You don't have to have her, but do it as an animated series. Just use the character and have her voiced by somebody different. Yeah. Dave, Dave, uh, Dave Filoni. We know you watch, so there's an idea. Just kind of put it on the back burner. I'd like to see it. So, you've animated things before. You do good. We know you're fine. Good for it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, if, if he does that, you know, be prepared for Ahsoka and Rex and, uh, you know, all these other characters to show up. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm going to have a. Hey, don't forget I made Ezra. this guy. Yeah. Yeah, cameo from Ezra. Uh, Let's see what else. What else? Oh, uh, maybe we'd get a. Uh, uh, you'd you'd have a cameo from. Uh, um, oh, now I can't even think of his name. Pirate. Hondo. Hondo. Yes, you get a cameo from Hondo. You know. Yeah. Good I at- want a live action Hondo. Damn it. I think everybody wants a live action Hondo. <laughs> Uh, no, see, see what what would absolutely make my life is to, is to have like a live action shot of Hondo slowly turning around in a, in a you know spinning chair, stroking a loath cat. <laughs> and saying something along the lines of "You lied to me. I knew I liked you." <laughs> <sighs> oh, Kenobi. He was my dearest friend. Oh, I mean, we, you know, fought next to each other. (laughs) Okay. Debbie, did we miss anything? Again, short episode, great episode. Uh, Just the very last scene where uh, we see the um, Star Destroyer and then uh, we see Moff in his room of Death Troopers and he gets a hollow or he doesn't, but the, uh, and I, I meant to look up her name because I believe we've seen her in Andor or not Andor. Yes, Andor. Yeah, I was um, going to say, I think it was Andor. Yeah, the female officer. Anyway, she gets a hollow from one of the crew members that was working on Mando's ship on Navarro and yeah. stated that I mean, he had planted. Just, they said, fix the ship. And then one of them turns around and looks real shady and mm-hmm. goes back at the camera. And it's like, oh, he's a bad guy. He's going to yeah. do something. He's doing something nefarious. Yeah. So he planted a, I assume, tracking device of some sort. And so, then she went up and told uh, Gideon. Is the asset still with him? Yes, it was confirmed. Okay. Yep. That's where oh, the episode okay. ended. Everything building to the. This was probably one of my favorite uh, of the three seasons. Well, of the three seasons, <laughs> this this the way this season ended was probably my my favorite of the three seasons. Oh so, yeah, no doubt. I mean, this was, uh, and it all lined up just right. You know, you've got the they go see the they go see Ahsoka next episode. Ahsoka tells him to go to the temple, and of course, well, we'll get, I mean, we'll get to all of this, but there's still a lot to go. At least three episodes, right? We've got three episodes left, I think. I don't know. My, my, oh, wait, no, I do have it. I was going to say my, I don't have my 
Let's see. The next episode is Jedi, and then we'll have three more episodes after that because this was oh. an eight episode season. Oh yeah, because they gotta get bring Bill Burr back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. That's a good episode too. I like that one. This whole mm-hmm. season was just really good. This was like they they did a really really awesome first season, and then they just did better with the second season. So it's rare you don't see that. So anyway, all right. Um, shameless plugs. What do we got, Debbie? Did we did we cover everything first? We got everything. Yes. Okay. Yes. Shameless plugs. Then let's do shameless plugs. Uh, we have on Friday. We always have uh, the hobby hat geek gauntlet is on Saturday. They are, I believe, they are reviewing the Marvels, and then uh, Monday we're back. We're doing the Marvels. We're doing the Marvels. <laughs> Did you see it yet? No, I'm going this weekend. Okay. I and don't then- say anything. Just. I'm not. I was going on to the next plug. Then we're going on Tuesday. uh, Will be the Sith Dominion. Uh, It will be uh, the Darth Crate episode. They were not able to do it last week because Dr. Dana got sick. I was going to say, I think he got sick. Yeah. So uh, Sith Dominion on Tuesday with, uh, I was going to say Dr. Crate, but it's Darth Crate. (laughs) <laughs> oh, we just found a screen name for him, Doctor Dana. If you're watching, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be Doctor Crate from now on. Doctor Crate. <laughs> and then Wednesdays, I believe I don't know if it's Wednesdays or Sundays. We have uh, War of the Stars, and that's strictly a podcast. It's not video. And where can and we listen? Can find- where, where can we listen to all of these great podcasts? If you look, whoops, if you look right below, the, there's all the links to all of our platforms, all of our podcast links, uh, Podbean and Spotify, iHeartRadio. That's the one that makes me excited just because I like to, I'm when I'm driving and I listen to the radio and they're, oh, it's on iHeartRadio. And I'm like, oh, we're on iHeartRadio. Woo. <laughs> so, I it yeah. doesn't mean much, but it makes me happy. If you want to find us, just look in the, Right below the description, all the links are there. Cam, you got any uh, shameless plugs? Uh, at the at the moment, not really. Uh, I, you know, with uh, with everything going on in life right now, uh, I, I was I was ordered by Dave Gramillion to you know uh, to take a a few weeks to just Sabbatical. forget about making videos. <laughs> just completely put that on the back burner. Um, which which was probably a good thing for me, but you know my uh, my my uh, uh, Hitman 2007 video is up to like 1,100 views right now. I don't know how the nice. hell that happened, but that's just like what, <laughs> what's happening. But um, I'll but you know well, once I'm you know away and I'm rested, I, I'm not, I'm not going to stop participating in the Canteen Happy Hour. That's not going anywhere. But uh. You know, Good, we like having you here. Yeah, well, once I've had some recuperation time, uh, I'm, I'll be kind of changing the format of my videos. Uh, I'll, I'll be doing a, a bit more short form content. I'll be, I'll, I'll be doing uh, YouTube shorts, like 30 second reviews of videos, uh, re- reviews of films, as well as my regular cam and focus videos. So, uh, but that, that's still a ways off right, right, right now i guess i'm on hiatus for now no we like to call it sabbatical you're oh, like, sabbatical there we go you're, you're centering yourself you're you're, you're you're getting where you need to be mentally uh next thursday we will not i'm just i'm i'm surprising my cast with me right now we're not having next thursday we're not doing cantina happy hour <sighs> well next next thursday for those of you that are our viewers and listeners that are not in the United States next Thursday is a holiday. It's Thanksgiving next Thursday. So we're taking the night off so we can spend it with our families and eat as much Turkey as we possibly can. Yeah. Most of us will probably be in a food coma (laughs) by the 
evening. We usually am. I plan on it. I'm, I'm gonna sit back and I think actually I'm going to my brother's house. So go hang out with them, have fun. But yes, we are not having an episode. We will not be doing a happy hour next week because of the holiday. But the week after, we'll be back and we'll do. <laughs> you dumb cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised she hasn't got to where she just like sticks her head up and then turns around and looks at us. It's like oh, <laughs> that would be hilarious, but I would laugh. <laughs> so anyway, oh boy. Um, yes, find us all over the place on all of our social medias. Uh, I do have, and I said this on Monday. And I'm actually going to make a short about this or real or something. But um, starting December 1st, I will be doing a daily live feed right here, right where we are. We're on YouTube or Facebook or uh, Twitter. And I'm doing the Star Wars Advent Calendar, Lego Star Wars Advent Calendar. And it's just a little daily little build or a minifigure or something like that. But I'll get on for about four or five minutes talk about the bill, build it in front of you and sit and tell jokes and drink hot cocoa and enjoy the holiday season, the festive holiday season. So you need to go and you need to like, and you need to subscribe and you need to mash that alert button. That's the big thing. Hit the alert button so that you do know, because with that advent calendar, I'm going to go live. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not going to say, Oh, I'm going to go live at five o'clock every day. I'm not going to do that because you know, life, it happens. So I might be doing it at noon one day, and I might be doing it at 11 o'clock one day. So we're just going to have to – you got to hit the like and subscribe. You got to – so that way you know when I'm on. So it'll be great. It's going to be fun. Anything else, Debbie? Nope, that is it. We good, Cam? We good? Oh, I think so. Awesome. Well, that is great. We will see you guys week after next. Y'all have a wonderful holiday if you're in the States. We'll see you then. May the force be with you. Put me down! Father! That was pretty wizard, wasn't it, son? What? I'm bringing it back!